Hello and welcome to K-Pop Companion, where each week we'll take a deep dive into one Korean pop song, why I like it a lot, and how you can branch out from there. In this season, we'll be covering 12 songs. I am your host, Evan Walsh. This episode is about Shangri-La, a song released by Vix on May 15th, 2017. Vix is a boy group that debuted in 2012. They formed via the reality show My Idol in that same year and have six members. Their name means voice, visual, value in Excelsis. Shangri-La is the lead single from their fourth mini-album, also titled Shangri-La. Now that you know all that, let's listen to the beginning. So, one of the main things that you may have noticed from the beginning of the song is that traditional Korean stringed instrument known as the gayagum. It's got 12 strings, it has a long history that I won't get into here, but it has a very distinctive sound, and I think that's what sets this immediately apart from a lot of other K-pop, is it features this very old instrument. You know, a lot of pop music production is either completely digital, completely synthesized, or if it is using acoustic instruments or analog instruments, you know, it's maybe a drum kit, uh, a guitar, a bass, maybe cello or violins or traditional uh, instruments that we would expect in Western pop music. So having that distinctly... Korean flair, I think, really uh, makes this song special from the jump. Uh, and then it blends that tradition with this pitched up vocal that's very common in pop music. It's been a thing for a few years now at time of recording. Uh, and it also leaves a lot of empty space, which is one of the things I'm going to keep harping on, <laughs> you know, throughout this whole series. I've realized, is leaving space is nice because if it's just wall-to-wall, every instrument all the time, everything going, vocals on top of it, uh, it's hard to get a sense of what's going on. So what I'm really enjoying here is it's you've got a sound that starts and stops. You've got new sounds coming in. Everything is Everything is making itself known. And I want you to keep that in mind as we listen to the rest of the song because it's going to carry through and uh, really give Vix uh, their place to shine in this song. So let's get into the verse. So the space here is being provided by this very simple drum beat and with the rest of the production having that start and stop thing that was going on in the intro. Uh, 
we've got a very simple drum beat here that's using primarily snaps instead of a snare or a clap, which uh, lends to a smaller sound and a more intimate sound. I think they're going for a very intimate sort of song here at the beginning that's going to rise up into something more because as this uh, as this verse is proceeding, the vocals, which are very soft and pleasant, are getting more intense as the verse progresses. We're getting more instruments coming in, more production coming in, less empty space being left uh, as far as, you know, silence is going uh, in the instruments, but uh, it's still giving, you know, this was mixed very well. It's giving the vocals space, and I love being able to hear those vocals really clearly because there's some K-pop songs that I like, however, they're mixed in a way that I feel like it's doing a disservice to the vocals. This is not one of those cases. So, now that we've got this building going on, let's see what it's building to in the pre-chorus. So as the build begins, using that repeated snare sound that we are so used to in pop music, uh, we're getting these soaring vocals and we're getting some deeper ad-lib vocals on top of them and it's providing a nice contrast here and it's really, it's taking the energy and it's just jumping it way, way up to the chorus. And uh, I think it's it's really, really great um, going from the traditional very chill, very vibey, uh, you know, hip-hop feel of the intro and ending up all the way here in less than a minute um, and not having it feel unnatural is great. It's really, really great. And uh, let's see what the chorus brings us. So one of the greatest choruses that does not get talked about enough in the K-pop fandom, I feel, uh, the start and stop nature of the rest of the song continues into the chorus, but it's getting more layered and more lush, and we're getting less silence here, but that's fine. It's the chorus. We expect that. It needs to go all out. If, if the energy of the song does not peak here in the chorus or at least an A chorus throughout the song, I think they're doing it wrong. Uh, but they're not here. Uh, we're getting a very prominent bass, which is great. I think uh, bass is underappreciated, and uh, when it can come to the forefront a little bit, 
that's really good because there's a lot of production that sort of keeps it, you know, low down in the mix, just sort of filling things out and not having the song feel empty. But when it can rise up a little bit and say, hey, I'm here, uh, that's really good. Uh, As far as the vocals go, uh, we're alternating between some short parts and extending some words and phrases that keep the texture and the, the, the rhythm of the whole thing uh, very interesting. Um, you never quite get used to and quite expect what they're going to do, uh, but when you hear it, you think to yourself, ah, yes, this is good. <laughs> uh the whole feel of the song is sort of a a future bass song, which is a, a genre that became popular a few years ago and uh, still has uh, people working on it, people putting stuff out in that arena today. I'll recommend some future bass. Once we get through uh, the rest of this track, along with my usual uh, K-pop recommendations, but future bass is characterized by by using some of those wobbly effects that you might expect from dubstep, but not having things be so distorted. Uh, if you hear uh, this bit in the song, that is kind of the, the future bass element that I'm talking about. Uh, also, the high-pitched vocal chopping here. That's also very future bassy. And uh, it's just cool to see the Korean take on the genre that I was already familiar with before I started listening to K-pop. Um, and that post-chorus part is repeating touches of the intro from the very beginning of the song, and I think it helps ground us and get us back into the mindset for this next verse. <laughs> So, I love the ad-libs and I love the harmony going on here. It's very gentle and very pleasant to the ear. However, this verse also features one of the most important parts of any modern K-pop song, and that is the rap break, or the rap verse. Ravi here, the uh, main rapper in Vix, is one of my favorite rappers in K-pop. He has some really great solo stuff, and some really great, uh, you know, tracks with just him and maybe one other vocalist that I think help him shine more than he does in this song. However, he does great here in Shangri-La. Uh, the texture of his voice, the delivery here, it's a nice contrast to the vocals that were happening earlier in this verse, earlier in the song. And you notice there at the end, I had to cut it off right for the pre-chorus because he was just flowing right into the pre-chorus. He was just bridging that gap really effortlessly for us. And that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to play the next pre-chorus and the chorus here together because uh, I want to talk about them both. So here we go. (laughs) 
so we had that flow from Ravi going right into the pre-chorus. We have the soaring vocals here of that pre-chorus, and then we're getting into another chorus. And we can really soak in these vocals. We've got Ravi coming in here, bringing some bassiness, some roughness to those vocals. And there are just some awesome ad-libs going on here. Everybody's really giving it their all in this song. And then, did you hear that bit at the end? Like, wow. <laughs> just that, that frantic vocal, you know, chopping and editing there, uh, I think is one of the big future bass elements here. And one of the notable elements of this song uh, that you can get distracted away from. But I think it's a really fun uh, technique and, uh, you know, the ear loves to listen to the human voice, so why not turn the voice into a more literal instrument? Uh, but let's get into this bridge now. So, this bridge is so important to this song because at the beginning of the bridge, you're like, okay, here's a nice warm bath of synthesizers and vocals that Vicks have prepared for me. I'm just going to soak in this and I'm going to just luxuriate in this before we get back into the action of what will probably be the final chorus. Spoilers, it is. Uh, however, wrong. There's more future bass, and it's here for you. Uh, there's some grimy synths, and that really stellar beat comes back in, and you're like, okay, this is fine. Uh, but then that beat drops out again, and you're left with just the vibe of this song as the vocals are just guiding you through. You get some you know, more vocal layering here, and uh, it's, just, it's just incredible. I can't say enough about this bridge. Uh, I think the bridge is where these K-pop songs can ascend to another level. And now that we have ascended, let's check out the final chorus. So the incredible vocals of Vix, one of the main things I want you to take away from this is how great they are in the vocal department. Uh, it brings this chorus way, way up, energy way, way up, and uh, you're just, you're vibing, you're feeling it. And uh, at the end there, it drops you back down to earth. It gives you some of those elements from the intro, bringing it full circle, which I think a lot of these songs we've talked about do really well, is bringing it around saying, okay, you're back here. You're back here. You remember this? Uh, you're just left there panting and sweating, and you're thinking to yourself, what happened? Where am I? 
you were in Shangri-La, of course. <laughs> and that's Shangri-La by Vix. So the question that remains is, where do you go from here? Well, don't worry, because I'm here to help. First off, if you enjoyed Vix and you just want to hear more from them specifically, why not try Sentist? If you want to hear some K-pop that features interesting and unexpected production, of course, I'm going to recommend Idol by BTS. If you want something that specifically features traditional Korean instruments, your best bet from here is to listen to Dream in a Dream by Ten. Don't ever let me come down from your love, from your love, from your love. If you'd like to hear a track from a similar boy group that has a similar vibe and production, uh, it's hard to not recommend uh, Monster X's Jealousy. And finally, in our K-pop recommendations, if you enjoyed the drama and the flair and the intrigue of Shangri-La, I'm definitely going to recommend for you The Eye by Infinite. Now, I did promise a few future-based recommendations and a little bit of help in that category, and uh, I've got two that I'm going to recommend, but there's a lot more. I'm sure if anybody here is already into future-based, you know, you're going to be shouting at me, why didn't I pick this? Why didn't I pick that? And, uh, you know, trying to keep this tight, keep a focus, recommend some things that I personally have listened to a lot, and I don't listen to the genre a ton. However, there are two tracks that I think are super, super good and are reminiscent of this. Uh, First is Face My Fears by Hikaru Yutada featuring Skrillex.
that may not be the most strict definition of what future bass is, and whenever I get too intense on defining what a genre is and is not, I get a little afraid that people are going to yell at me, but I think it's got some of that vocal chopping element and uh, similar synth work to this, so I recommend it. Secondarily, I'm going to recommend Very First Breath by Hudson Mohawk. You told me we would get lost. Bring us back, bring us back, bring us back, bring us back to our very first breath. Somewhere in the mist, I can see you hanging on a kiss, dreaming of a time going down when we would let each other die. Wake up and we would touch the sky. If I only wish So those are my recommendations for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find links to all of these songs in the notes, in the description, in the summary for this episode, whatever your podcast client calls it, that's where they are. You can also always find everything about this show at kpopcompanion.com. If you want to send me a message about the show, a question, a comment, a suggestion, you can get at me in two ways. One, on Twitter, twitter.com slash kpopcompanion, or username, you know, at kpopcompanion on there. You can also send me a private email, podcast at kpopcompanion.com. I promise to read everything and respond to what I can. Uh, also, on the website, there's a link to our Discord server. You can join that and chat in real time with fans of K-pop and this show. Uh, Secondarily, and maybe finally, (laughs) uh, if you can go on iTunes and leave this show a review, it would mean a lot to me. Uh, It's a show, you know, we're just starting out on our third episode, and having that word of mouth, having those good reviews, that really, really helps the show. Telling your friends, leaving a review... Those are the biggest things you can do to help the show. And if you just like it, feel free to drop me a message in either of those ways that I've mentioned before. And with that, uh, we'll end here. I'm Evan Walsh. This has been K-Pop Companion. And thank you so much for listening.